1515 now probably presents the wrestling roundtable with Gerard the Bad the Ugly, the weekly podcast where we take what we like, didn't like, and we'll just flat out horrendous. It is your favorite tag team partners, me, Stoda Pearl. It's Miller. Raw took place in Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City. The Jazz. They play in Salt Lake, right? Yep. Okay. They play in Salt Lake City. That's it. Um, oh, no, they got a soccer team, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And they're pretty good, too. Yeah. I think they won a couple MLS championships. Uh, Samoan Posse Crips, they got those out there. Big. It's a big Samoan population in Utah. You know why? Because no. a lot of uh, Samoans oh, follow the Mormon faith. Because um, when the Mormon missionaries went to Samoa, they actually told them about like Utah, blah, 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 etc. And that's why there's a large Samoan community that are Mormons that live in Utah. So do they follow it like, do they do they believe in the polygamy aspect of it too? Or I, they... I mean, I'm sure there's people who do, but they, they do, I mean, they follow the, it's just like, you know, people who are, you know, Catholic mm-hmm. because, and gone through generations. So they, like they go on the, I don't think it's called an excursion, but you know when, uh, for Mormons, when they turn like 14 or is it 16? Like, they, they send the boy on, like, a mission, and he has to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. figure it out. Yeah, they do that. They So they follow all the rules. But, yeah, it's a very mm-hmm. strong Mormon yeah, community yeah. out there. You know, one of my favorite shows is Big Love. Uh, yeah, I remember you talking about that, oh, that was, Sister Wives and whatnot. No, 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 no. Just, that's not I the was, one with Sister Wives? Yeah, well, they, yeah, they got they have Sister Wives. I mean. Well, that's why I learned the term. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Love was on HBO. <laughs> yeah. I never was, knew about um, that term until you told me about it. Damn, damn. What's that actor name? It's gonna bother me too, you know me. So now he's gonna have to Google. Big oh love. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because because he just started a show on TV and he died. Uh, Bill Paxton. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, that was a good show though. Yeah, good show. It went for what about five seasons, or whatever, five or six, one of them. Good show though. Wild as shit. It was more than just about, you know, the polygamy side of it and shit. It was about him, because I think he kind of moved off the, um, I don't know what you would call it, kind of like a reservation or whatever and shit. You know, it's kind of crazy, too, because he had bought all his wives' houses, so they all had different houses. Mm. He sleep. I yeah, that's just crazy. Look, I can't deal with one woman. Man, I was let just about to say. Three. Look, let me tell you, one wife is hard enough. Multiple. I, I can't. I'm trying to figure this one out still. That's three headaches, bro. Yeah, bro. No, nah, man. I'm. That's too much. That's mm-hmm. a lot of math. That's like trigonometry, bro. That's you all. How hard it is to figure out one woman and get that almost right? I, I'm at like a, I'm, I'm average right now. I'm a C. Could you imagine? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. That's too much. I couldn't. Could do it. Cause even Won't if you could you imagine like you make one mad, you could go to another one. But if you went to the other one, what if you make that one mad? You go to the, now all of them mad at you. You know they never shut up. So you got your phone jumping, people calling you. They want to tell you about yourself. Nah, man, I don't need one of those. Cause mm-hmm. when it stops, it just stops. You don't have no more off switches. You know what? You probably got to choose. I think what it is when you do something like that, you have to choose. Where like a hierarchy or something? Yeah, <laughs> like, I think so. It's my name one because she has yeah, to write the most. Right, I think that think that's what you got to do. See, you got to be like this: the one is not going to give me problems. Okay, but like she's gonna she's gonna 
She's just going to acquiesce to whatever I ask for. No problems whatsoever. And the reason why and then the other ones, you right. might have problems, but so but then you can be like, "Well, fuck you," and I'm going over here. But wasn't a lot? Wasn't some of the arguments about like he don't spend enough time with this one? I know it was it was a fictional show, right? Yeah. yeah. But was but I mean, in reality, the issue would probably yeah. be you don't spend enough time. See, the problem that I would have is I would spend the most time with the one who don't fuck with me the most. You feel what I'm saying? Like just let me live my fucking life, yeah, yeah. and then the other ones would be all like, he don't spend no time. And then I have to tell their ass about But see, song. you don't know that, though. <laughs> you don't know that. Because this one may not be as nasty as this one. Right, but then that's not... But see, so, then, see so, so, like, right, so but that's you, a totally don't, know, you don't know what you're going to so be doing. So then you run into a whole new argument. Now, you only come over here for one thing. Well, yeah, because she shuts the fuck up, and you don't. Everything yeah. else, if you just shut the hell up, I come over here. <laughs> come over here sooner. I'm trying to hear that shit. Like, that one day I was pissed off, and I called you. Full disclosure. I had a bad day. Bad argument with my wife. It happened. You know what I'm saying? It was over some dumb shit. We were both frustrated. I called this guy. I was like, you know, I walked in the crib. It was bullshit from the jump. I was like, what the fuck? And it just, like, nobody wants to walk into that. I say that to say this. Imagine three houses. You go to one, like, oh, let me go to the other one. Oh, shit, she tripping too. Go to the next one. You know what it is? What do you do? You know what it is? (laughs) You just need to buy four houses. (laughs) You gotta have one just for me. So you get you. No, One just for me. Like, where is he? Yo. All he does is spend time in his house, not even yeah. their house. He don't never come home. <laughs> is he over there with you? No. Nope. Is he over there with you? No. Nope. I guess well, he's, he's not here. Shit, man. Look. That. Yeah. Man. <clears throat> Apparently, they had a blizzard, too. Yes. Hey, I will say this because they were going to be my raw. But shout out to uh, Salt Lake City fans. They don't get raw often, right? Or WWE, for that matter, often. Mm-hmm. So when they got it, they didn't give a fuck about a blizzard. <laughs> didn't give a shit about closed roads. They're like, we in this bitch. <laughs> so I, I shot, I, and they were lit, too. So I, I definitely got to give props to Utah, because I was ready for the show to kind of suck and the crowd to be a They were lit. They were there. Mm-hmm. And, and WWE was right for giving them props, showing the videos and stuff, because that, hey. Yeah. That boosts people. Like, I know watching the show and seeing that, I was like, hell yeah. This is, hey. <laughs> so, I'm, hey, St. Louis, you dedicated fan. Or St. Louis, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm turning into the president. Um, Salt Lake City. Yeah. Salt Lake City. That know? shit was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you think Kansas. You can't. Kansas City. Look, all I'm going to say, though, because we can go all day on that. Y'all got to take his phone. What? Who is letting this man do these things? Fact check him first, yo. Do something. He's got to have a screener. This is, I know this isn't even like detrimental to like society, like other stuff that he said, but this is just, you just look bad, bro. You just look bad, man. It doesn't look good. On top of that video where you, I, you must have been tipsy or something. I don't know what was wrong with dude when they were playing the national anthem, but he was tweaking. Did you see this video? No. <laughs> There's a video of him. He's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, um, and like doing yeah, weird yeah. shit while they're doing the national anthem. I'm like, I what try, the fuck? Yo, I try not to pay too much. I try to. You know I do it more than anybody, guy, bro. Yeah. But nah. that shit, I was like, what is going on with dude? He's celebrating for real. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, I just... Yeah, you just, you gotta cut it off, bro. You just cut it off. You do. Ad, stop watching. Good. For a little bit, just because I'm like, it's you know, much. I want to watch because I want to know. Yeah, but because knowledge is power. But then, when it starts getting foolish, yeah, you just gotta. That's I think that's what to... it happens. Yeah, it's, just, it's all foolery. Ira Caucasus was today too, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was some tomfoolery too. So, 
What till you see that? <laughs> oh man, I can't wait till this dude see this shit. <laughs> it's over with. Oh. <laughs> it's just all fucked up. It's all fucked up, bro. Dude, no, man, bro <laughs> Look, I'm gonna be... give you a couple words. Shadow Inc. Look that up. <laughs> Bogus apps. <laughs> This shit's all yeah. fucked up. Who's the winner? Nobody knows. This shit's just... Oh, well, man. Pete Buttigieg is, is winning. You gotta read... But you gotta read into it. You, you're not gonna have enough time right now, so trust me. But once you read what's going on, you're gonna be like, this is a shit show. Obviously, Donald Trump. Yeah. No, just read the articles when you have a chance. Trust me. It'll make more sense why I'm saying it's a shit show. You'll be like... This is insane. What the fuck is going on? Nobody knows what they're doing. Man, I'm surprised Joe Biden is so far down. I'm not an Elizabeth Warren fan, bro. I'm just not. Okay, now we're going but, too far. But yeah. Yeah, I don't... Just, I, like, I'm just looking at the results right here. I'm just... Yeah. I mean, man, look. Damn, motherfucker, you spent all this money, yo. You had zero percent. You got zero votes. Oh well, I don't even know what the Iowa caucus even means anymore. Exactly. What is that? <laughs> that's, that's how I look at it. Um, I mean, people just use it as a as a gauge as to who may win. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, well. I think people spend too much of their time and money in Iowa. They just do corn down there. We have to remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. It's where black people go to meet their white and female. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think we said that before. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it was so true, bro. It was so true. It's a factual I know, statement. I know, I know so many black guys that moved out there and got them a white girl. It's just like, yo, why is this shit got to be true? This shit's hilarious. Anyway, uh, man. I have nothing else, man. I just uh match to watch. Yeah, you got a match to watch for? Yes. My match to watch is actually from New Beginnings in Sapporo. It's New Japan again. Uh this time it's Shingo versus Hiroki Goto. Shingo picked up the win, spoiler alert. Um it was a crazy hard hitting match. Anybody who's familiar with the never open weight division knows it's it's heavy striking, it's like old school strong style, it's you know, crazy. Um High impact wrestling, and, and that's kind of what this match was. The surprising part was Shingo coming out on top because Hiroki Goto, you know, he's had the belt since um, winning it from um, Kenta at Wrestle Kingdom. So I didn't really think he was going to lose it so soon, but he did in a really good match. I feel bad though because I feel like Goto loses. Somebody made a joke that, um, uh, and I think it was Gary Freeland. So shout out Gary, but he was. Uh, it said that the reason why is because his name is Goto, as in go to someone else. And I'm like, damn, because if you know the history of Hiroki Goto, mm -hmm. he wins the belt. He's won the IC belt, I want to say, five times and probably has only gotten as far as his V2 defense. So it's like mm -hmm. he wins it and he just he doesn't get over it. He's the curl that doesn't quite curl, as you say, Sterl. Um But... That's on another curl note. that doesn't curl all the yeah, way. Yeah, it just doesn't. For some reason, he gets the belt, and it's a great moment, and then it just, you know. But um, that being said, this match was awesome. Go out of your way to check it out. Shingo versus Hiroki Goto for the Never Openweight Championship. This also makes Shingo a double champion as well. And remember, he's part of LIJ with the current double champion, um, uh, Tetsuya Naito. 
because uh, Shingo's one third of the never open weight six man tag team champions. You know, and, and speaking kind of on the same line, shout out to Andy Reid finally getting that ring. Yeah, man, that's why I was cheering he for was always Kansas the, City. A bridesmaid, never the bride. And he's a good dude, so he deserved it. Like you never hear issues with him. He's just a good person. Yeah, you never hear about yeah, like people not liking him. Right, he's like a that. respectful dude. He treats everybody with respect. He even got yelled at at the thing because he was trying to give Randy Moss props during the after the game yeah, yeah, interview. Yeah, and yeah, Randy, Randy Moss was like, like hey, bro, this is about, about you. you. you trying to tell me how good I am. You want the sun? And he's like, oh, yeah, my bad. He's just a, ah, I just like good people who are just good people and nice to people and just treat people like they want to be treated. So that was my reason why. I'm not a bandwagon fan of... You know the Chiefs, uh, but yeah, I, I just had no, I had no winning horse in this. I just, yeah, I, just I wanted, wanted to see, see a good Ken. game. I got a good game, and I got yeah. the coach that I wanted to win, yeah. win, and I feel good. I just wanted, I just wanted Andy Reid to win. Now I can find out if the XFL's trash. Anyway, um, oh yeah, that starts what this sad Friday. This Friday, yes, on Fox. I it started in March. I saved the schedule, so I'll send it to you. We got a Chicago team. No, what? How they do that? I don't really know. It probably nobody wanted to invest because that's what it was. That's more true. Less yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe somebody will. Um, news and rumors, though. Speaking yeah, yeah. of investments, um, it's said that Triple H and rightfully so because this is a guy I've been telling y'all about for about two, three years now. It said that Triple H is obsessed, quote unquote, oh, yeah, with well, Ilja yeah, Dragunov, yeah. um, especially after his match. Ilya. It, I always say Ilja, and I can't yeah. help it. I know. I know. I should get this better because I watch so much EuroLeague. I think I would, I don't know. You should get this better because you watch so much fucking Japanese wrestling too. His name's not it. Japanese. Yeah, but you get all these yeah, fucking names, right? Japanese is a little bit easier what? to me. than The Slavic languages are so rough. Come on. Some people say aggressive. Asuka. I'm like, what the no, hell? Asuka? Not, it's, it's what is it, sugar? Yeah, what the fuck? Know? Where are some we? People, okay, uh, that was weird. Yo, some um, people do. Some people do. They fuck it up, bro. That's... They oh, man. Up. Yeah, I, I hear when people say Japanese names. I'm like, oh, God, you need some anime in your life to get at least close. This is not good. Um, but uh, rightfully so. He's obsessed with Dragunov. We'll just say Dragunov. Um, after a great showing uh, against Finn Ilya. Balor. You can't say Ilya. I mean, I could, but when I get excited, I forget. Oh, yeah, I'm like I'm like JR, bro. I, <laughs> Jim Ross always messing up people's names. He gets excited. He's in the mix. Yeah. Leach. If he says El Champion one more time, I'm like, it's late. Champion, champion! I can't wait to Taz just take over and he's gone. I've told y'all, man. Well, JR's gonna be JR's probably gonna uh, well, not probably he's gonna work in the back, and I think that's the plan is to move Taz into that role. But I still love JR, that was the and plan. I still hope that JR comes out. I hope they do kind of like what WWE did, where they would have him do like the like a big match and all that. Because I think in a big match, he can still fit in those. Those spots, he's still important. I and I think that. backstage, I he's going to do wonders for shit. Because yeah, yeah. backstage, Jim Ross is just the shit. Yeah, yeah. But I, I um, also, um, Jim Cornette uh, went on a rant. And I just. Oh, uh, duh. Why, why do you? No, but Why do say, you? The, he shouldn't even be mentioned no, on the podcast. No, but let me explain. Let me explain how. Because I have to say how childish this shit is. He ended his friendship on Twitter with Dave Meltzer. Because Dave Meltzer said that the series of matches that Kenny Omega and Katsuhiro, um, Katsuhiro, Kazushika Okada had is better than the series of matches Steamboat and Flair had. Personal opinion from a guy who knows wrestling. 
Cornette lost his shit. It was like, fuck this guy, and I hate this man. He just went crazy. This guy's a nutcase. So, yeah. And I, I, Plus, he's racist, too, anyway. So, of course, he wouldn't give props to her. Yeah, he says weird shit. I, and, you know, and he tried to... The, well, I guess I got to take that back, though, because you did say Steamboat, but whatever. No, and... and he, he, I've already went there. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> and the things that he said, you know, he was talking about how they're, you know, he has his nickname for Omega, and he doesn't really get the appeal of Okada, and he thinks that no one outside of Japan gives a shit, which, if you did any kind of research, you'd understand that people outside of Japan give a shit. And anytime Okada's here, I know people who go out of their way to, see him live. to get there. Right. I've seen him live one every time I possibly could. I don't miss that dude, because mm. he's that yeah. guy. But I say that, uh, I bring that up because there's... Um, I'm pretty sure there's some money around here somewhere. <laughs> right. I still got my Okada dollars. Um, but that segues me into um, Okada is still pushing, pushing, pushing for there to be, uh, during the uh, Olympic time, a super show between All Japan, Pro Wrestling Noah, um, New Japan, DDT, you know, Dragon Gate. And he wants to do a super show because there'll be so many tourists. And he's even gone as far to shout out the name of Antonio Inoki. Those who don't know who Antonio Inoki is, he's the founder of New Japan and kind of like the godfather of pro wrestling in Japan in a sense. And WWE put on that. Joke of a match though with Muhammad Ali just and him. Stop. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm just I saying, but if you if you really want to, yeah, find well, him yeah, real if you're quick, talking about, yeah, of course you look the, him up on Muhammad Ali, and but it's Antonio Inoki, who's you know the founder of New Japan, and um, you know he's got pull, so this very well could come to fruition. Um, for they those should that do it. It's in, yeah. it's in Japan, so they should do it. Right, and it, it, politics are in play when it comes to that because you got you know you don't want to take away from the together. Well, Neither. it's not even. I'm not even talking about po- no, politics as yeah, yeah. politics of but the I'm, country. I'm pretty sure that's going to come into play too, though. Well, Okada's whole thing was who wanna... get, Okada. The crazy part of what he was saying was nobody ca- people will care more about this show than the Olympics. Nobody cares about the Olympics. This is exact words. Mm-hmm. So, and remember, you know, wrestling in Japan is huge. Um, and then, if it was the Winter Olympics, I could see him really. I could see that being true. But a lot of people care about the Summer Olympics. Yeah, I think... People, a lot of people care about basketball. I was going to say soccer. A lot soccer, of people like about the track and field. I think soccer and baseball. Because baseball is part of it, no? No. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. So soccer and then I'm trying to think of what other sport in Japan. Soccer, mm-hmm. not so much, though. As for, as far well, as... for the tourists, though. Because soccer is yeah. in, Olymp- in the Summer Olympics, no? Yeah. Okay. So I'm telling you right now, Japan culture with soccer is like. But I think people care more about the peoples and shit like that. Right. When it comes to soccer, than they do but actual tra- soccer Olympic. But traditionally, yeah. I think a lot of the fans will show up for those events. But if they can schedule a wrestling show around some of the lesser events, you know, like archery and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. They have a chance of really filling uh, even the Tokyo Dome if they can. But obviously, things logistically have to work out for them to do it, but there's a good chance it could happen. Yeah, because so you got a fine venue, because I'm pretty sure most of the venues are going to be taken up. Right. A good time. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to work out a card, because, you know, you got to see who's available. And who you're going to allow win, lose. Well, usually when they do these, they make, it's usually all heavy with, like, six-man, eight-man, those type of matches, and they'll throw one, like, one-on-one match in. Mm-hmm. And usually that ends in a draw, but you get to see them, you know, destroy each other. So that's usually the expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we could see um, a potential super show of massive magnitude 
in Japan um, during the Olympic season. So. Yeah. And that's my news from Krumers. What's, what's up? Yeah, I didn't have nothing. I, I've been off line for a week. I had no phone. So I had no lifeline to anybody. Which, you know what? I thought I would miss it. But then I realized, I think I can actually live without a phone, bro. I think I can live without a cell phone. Just give me a house phone, and I'll be straight. I know I can live without a cell phone, because all the shit that I do on my cell phone, I can do on a computer, so. But not, like, I just don't, I, don't, I just didn't need none of it. Oh, you were good without it? Oh, uh, yeah. That's good. I was. I was like, oh, being dark from the world is actually a great feeling. It's refreshing? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to be dark from wrestling. And then when I got my phone back, I had like over. Oh God! I had I had a shitload of text messages coming in. I was like, I, I obviously I'm not gonna reply to all these. So then I didn't reply to none of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, is, this is all it was. Said nah, can't do it, won't do it. No, nah, I take that back. I did reply to some, very few though. Yeah, but anyway, um. Man, oh WWE, uh, what's the dude's name? Some Thatcher. You know his name, wrestling. Oh, Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, yeah. He is uh, a, a a part of Ring Kampf. He's um with Walter. He signed a developmental deal. Mm-hmm. So is there a difference between the developmental deal and actually signing with WWE? No, I mean, he's just just going to NXT. It's the same thing. It's just a pretty way of saying it, I guess. Okay. He'll be in NXT. I don't know how well he... Like, to me, his style is too gritty. I know William Wiggle really wanted him. Yeah, I'm not... Look, Timothy Thatcher is the shit. Like, he is dope. But his style, I don't know if it will work for WWE fans. Because he's like... I'm trying to think of how to explain it because he's so like different, but he's like you got to separate heart. the fans though, because NXT WWE fans are different, right? But even that, but than, that's what I'm saying. But even his like his style is not, he's not, he's really grind and ground wrestle, twist you into a ball. He's like American oh, so Dragon like meets my, yeah. He's like yeah, American. Yeah, yeah. He's remember, my Dean Malenko. Yeah. Okay, there you go. He's Dean Malenko meets Walter because of the striking, and mm-hmm. he's just a beastly man. Like, you've seen pictures of him. He's like that. Yeah. He's and I don't even know how to explain it. He's just gritty. Oh, people love it. I think so, but I'm afraid that he'll be stuck in that NXT bubble only because they don't see that people will love this shit. But as long as I think... I don't even think that matters anymore. True, because it's think, its own brand. Yeah. yeah, it's its own brand. And on top of that, they are getting shot at being on the biggest stage now because now i mean obviously even though and we'll get to that later on in the show charlotte didn't really accept but she didn't deny and now you're going to probably end up seeing rhea ripley versus charlotte flair at wrestlemania figured was going to be the case yeah didn't i say that last week yeah yeah oh okay yeah because we knew she wasn't going to challenge Becky, and they already came out and said that she's not gonna wrestle Bailey. So, which I'm happy about. 
I don't think Charlotte's going to beat Real Ripley. I think it's going to be that 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 thing that pushes Real Ripley over. Mm-hmm. Maybe even even more so to the point where she may end up holding the title even longer than Oscar. Mm-hmm. It'll move her up before that. You think so? Yeah, because you got to get Bianca in there somewhere. So I think that's where. I don't think I think Bianca will get moved up before she win the NXT Women's Title. Um, which, by the way, they still called it the NXT Women's Title too. Did you Did you notice that? Well, they did in the graphic, and then he said it. But then when she went back for the interview, the whatever her name was, I can't remember the new chick, but she was like the NXT champion, Sarah Schreiber. Okay, yeah, her. And yeah, then, I was I was shocked with that. What that they brought her back? I don't know who she is. Wasn't that the one that um, that Seth Rollins was dating? And then she made the racist comments and stuff? I don't think so. She didn't look like her because the chick that he was dating was like punk rock than a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, she had tattoos. Yeah. This chick looked clean cut, but I had never seen her before. Maybe it's, maybe it's a different person. Yeah. I, I, they... But anyway, she she said NXT champion. So I was like, okay, so are you doing it or not? Make up your fucking mind. Yeah. But anyway. Knows, man. All right, quick hits. Quick hits. Uh, let me get to it. All right, we got Randy Orton refused to explain his attack on Edge. Liv Morgan defeated Alana Ruby Wright. Returned uh, to attack Liv after the match. Drew McIntyre defeated 24-7 champion Mojo Riley. The Raw Tag Team champion Buddy Murphy and AOP defeated Kevin Owens and the Viking Raiders six-man in a six-man tag team elimination match. Aleister Black defeated Eric Young. Rey Mysterio defeated Angel Garza via disqualification, which we'll get to that. NXT Women's Champion Rhea Ripley confronted Charlotte Flair, asked her to face her at WrestleMania, to which Charlotte Flair replies, Woo! And that was it. Um, the WWE Tag Team, Women's Tag Team Champion Oscar defeated Natalia and challenged Becky Lynch to a Raw Women's title rematch. Ricochet defeated the Raw Tag Team Champions, uh, one half of the Raw Tag Team Champion, Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley to earn the right to challenge Brock Lesnar. And after Ricochet won, he had no time to celebrate because Brock Lesnar came running out and hit him with an F5. And that was your show from Raw, Salt Lake City. Ding, ding, ding. What was your Raw, sir? (sighs) I said earlier that I was was gonna um I wanted to give the crowd the raw but I gave that away so I'm gonna go with Randy Orton excuse me and the reason I'm going with Randy Orton because this storyline is actually compelling it's what people have been asking for mm-hmm. um and I thought at first it was annoying because I was like this dude is just gonna like stand there mm-hmm. but it felt ad libbed and natural as far as what he did say <laughs> and I just like the way that we're um not overdoing it as far as like Edge shows up this week because I was all ready for Edge to just show up and then it's like nothing happened kind of or like I, my head hurts a little bit keeping him off TV this week next week even is fine with me I think it builds the storyline and I like where this is going so I'm gonna give them my raw okay um I I I think my raw was actually just if I had to choose, eh. you know I'm always so critical 
of this person. But she didn't disappoint me this week. And that was Natalia. So my role is actually Oscar versus Natalia. The match was actually pretty good. I think it told the story. It built Oscar right back up to be like, to be the one to sit there and say, you know what, Becky, I want to face you again. And instead of them doing this match at a WrestleMania, they're going to do it on Raw. Which shocked me. But it makes me believe that Oscar is probably going to win. With Becky probably taking the title back at WrestleMania or something like that. But it makes me believe Oscar is going to win the Raw Women's uh, title. Because otherwise, why are you doing this? Good point. Because who then now we got to still try to... I don't like trying to figure out a challenger in a short period of time. I want that to be built. Especially because you have so much time to try to build. And maybe that's the reason why they're trying to hurry up and, and do it on Raw versus Elimination Chamber. I think it will be the next pay-per-view. Maybe that's the reason why. Um, I don't know. But but yeah, I actually like this match. This match was pretty good. And it didn't make Natalia look weak or nothing. She just made that one mistake and got caught. Mm-hmm. And that was... That was actually pretty good storytelling. And like I said, I, I'd be so critical of Natalia. And I, I think the only reason why I'm so critical of Natalia because I know she actually has the talent to do this. But at times, I feel like either when they write her story is lazy booking or she just doesn't put her all in it. I mean, they just, they give her shit stories, so. Yeah, I think overall, I think they give her shit stories. That's what I think. But I think sometimes that's what make us sit there and realize how good you are. Because if you could take a shit story and and make me invest my time into still watching you. Because Oscar does it. Oscar get put, got put into some shit story. But she made it. But she, I still want to see Oscar. It's not like that's, when I, I when she a, comes on TV, I don't turn it when Oscar comes on because I'm interested to see what she's going to do. Oh, it's testament to her in-ring ability, too. Though. Yeah, right. So, And that's what I mean. Because when you get put in a shitty storyline, then what you do in-ring matters. And then sometimes, sometimes even then, I can understand is what they're telling them to do in-ring. And whatever, but yeah. Anyway, what was your bad, sir? Um, my bad. I'm gonna have to go with Alistair Black and Eric Young, and the reason is I don't feel again. I'm back to feeling like they're not progressing him anymore. The story, like again, he can do what he said mm-hmm. in the back from his locker room or just in a promo without being. In, it's a waste. To me, it's a waste of Eric yeah. Young. Because what, like, you, what are you doing? Yeah, because what you did with Eric Young and putting Killian Dane back, getting rid of Alexander Wolf. Now he's in UK, part of Imperial, doing better. doing better though. And like he's the only one. He came in as the leader, and everybody else around him, right? Actually, are shit. all elevated. And Nick, he's just Nikki Cross, uh, Alexander Wolf, Killian, Killian Dane. Dane. 
all have progressed and gotten put in different positions. But they got to remember who actually got them there. Because truth be told, that the face group, of the group. yeah. And, and they could have gone somewhere with that. Yeah. And and it's not so much it could be Eric Young, whoever you plug in that spot. This is not how you build Alistair. We already know he could beat jobbers. The most that he's done so far is that's of substance, in my opinion, is beat Buddy Murphy. Yeah. And then now nothing? Like, come on, man, that's just not progression. Yeah, and then you and then you push Buddy Murphy. After right. <laughs> Buddy Murphy gets a belt and and Alistair really, Black is back beating jobbers. Like, what the fuck really, are you doing? Don't you think the natural progression should have been, and then you wouldn't even have been put in this position? And that is, Alistair Black should have beaten Andrade for the U.S. Championship? That would have been dope. Shouldn't that have been the next progression? Because you had Alistair, you had um, Andrade take out Humberto. You had him beat Rey Mysterio. But now, obviously, he's going down with his suspension. And now you, without two of your most, two of your major uh, single titles not on the show. So, naturally, if you did it right, it should have been Aleister Black that challenged him for the U.S. title mm-hmm. and beat him. I don't think anybody would have had a problem with that. Even without the story being built. I don't think anybody would have had a problem with Aleister Black winning the U.S. title. That's just something that they should have did. My bad was actually um, Ruby Riot turning on Liv Morgan. Mm. I just felt like it. I think if, look, you shouldn't have allowed Liv Morgan to defeat Lana. If Ruby was going to be turning on Liv Morgan. Because then if you're trying to create a story where Lana and Liv Morgan isn't over with yet. In which Liv Morgan beat her twice now. Then you can't have Liv Morgan beat her twice. You got to have Ruby Riot being the reason and the cause that Liv Morgan loses to Lana. Mm. Yeah. And then you have Liv Morgan defeat Lana again. That'd be two out of three victories. And then she move her way over to Ruby Riot. But right now it just seems kind of Yeah, like in limbo. I, I still don't know where they're trying to go with this mm-hmm. and everything. Um obviously Lana doesn't deserve to be in any WWE ring. She don't need to be on anybody's mic. No, literally. Like this is one of those you always gotta take the good with the bad. I, I like the, the raw roster. But if you told me instantly, if you said pick a name right now that you want to get moved to, to SmackDown, I would tell you Lana. Quick, fast, and hurt. They have no plans for Rusev. <laughs> Yo. I'm just saying. I would have said Lana right now. Move her. I'm glad Ruby Riot is back. I was actually hyped to see her back. Um, I think we already knew when she was walking out that she was going to turn on Liv Morgan. 
But I think that's another reason why is why? For what's the reason? Because even when you sit back and you think about um, Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad, right? When you think about everything, it's not like Liv Morgan ever took the spotlight out of out of uh, I mean, away from Ruby Riot. It's not like Sarah Logan ever took that spotlight from. So where are they gonna go with this? And, and Ruby Wright has led the group. Ruby Wright has been the focal point person of the group. Like when they wasn't in a three man, uh, three women tag matches, it was always Ruby Wright then mm-hmm. in the matches. For them, yeah, probably about ninety seven percent of the time. It wasn't no one-on-one matches for Liv Morgan or Sarah Logan. It was always Ruby Wright. She always represented the Riot Squad. So why turn? I'm just trying to figure out what's the, what are they trying to build towards, like, as far as this turn and everything. But I will say this. I am interested in the Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot feud. Because I want to be able... Because her going in the ring against Lana does her no justice. Mm -hmm. Because Lana is that trash. Like, it'd be like me trying to go into a WWE ring right now and wrestle. You're going to be like, what the fuck is this? This motherfucker doesn't... He doesn't know what he's doing. And Liv Morgan tries to make the best of of that situation, of situation. and shit. I want to see how good Liv Morgan has gotten since she's been out. Because remember, she was gone for a while too. Let's see. And that's another reason why I don't like the whole Ruby Riot turning on Liv Morgan. It's not like Liv Morgan has been around and just forgot about you. She was gone too. Yeah. So yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> I just don't know where they can go with this. Yeah. Where this would make any the kind of The only thing like... that would have made sense is that Sarah Logan has gotten some matches up under her. And maybe if you would have had Sarah Logan um, beat Charlotte or do something, yeah. then this would have made sense for Ruby to go after Sarah Logan and everything. At least she's gotten Because then at least you could have built the story that she's in the spotlight now. Yeah. But... Liv just came back. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. I just don't know where y'all finna try to go with this, but I would be more interested in Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot feud than Lana. It's just that I need them to X Lana out of this completely. Like, I didn't, like, they shouldn't have never let Lana even attack Liv Morgan. I want to see this story die. <laughs> And just let Lana go into purgatory again. I don't give a shit if you don't do anything else with her. Just let her go by the wayside. Because she's not good for a WWE ring. She's just not. Not yet. And I ain't saying that she can't ever get better. But they got to do something else to make sure she gets better. Hell, if NXT is your developmental... Knock her back down to NXT. 
I mean, it's kind of hard to say that when all those women are are better than Lana. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I don't know that. I mean, she just needs more training. Or... She needs to go back to the performance center and just, she needs to stay there for a year <laughs> and a half. Like, she needs to be, I like, I, I need to, it's kind of hard for me to say this because I know I won't miss her. But, like, I need to miss her and shit. Like, put her somewhere else off TV where I don't see her. Let her progress. Give her a trainer. Somebody that's going to be good. Like a Paige. Like a uh, Trish Stratus. You know what I mean? I think Trish Stratus can actually tap into a, a good character for Lana. And get her where she's at. You know, get her where she needs to be. I think she just she just needs more guidance before she can try to lead and not even lead, but be on the main roster. Especially when you have so many other female competitors that are so much better. Yeah, she's a pretty face, but there is so much more talent that's better than her that I much rather see on the TV and she's not deserving of this whatsoever. I hate to say it because I don't like, yeah, I do. I do like talking down on some people, but I'm not, not her. It's not, I'm not doing this on purpose. It's just, it is what it is. She's just not that good. So I would rather see somebody else being put in this spot. Then Lana, that Lana's in. That's my opinion. What's your ugly, sir? Um, my ugly was the six man tag only because I I getting tired of the whole like fading injury and then Ken Owens is all by himself. The match wasn't horrible as far as how it was, you know, the action in the ring, but mm-hmm. the story wise to have Hanson or wait no, what is he called? What's his name now? Ivar. Yeah, Ivar. To have yeah. him injured off of a dive to the, you know, I don't know. It just seemed corny. And like, oh, my shoulder's messed up, so I can't, like, you couldn't just have him get pinned if that was your goal. Mm-hmm. Like, because in the end of the day, in reality, it would mean more if he finished the match. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. he's a tough guy. You feel me? Yeah. I feel like the story would have been told better if he would have, you know, tried to go and they just beat the fuck out of him to the point where he couldn't kick out. Cause that mm-hmm. makes more sense than, oh, he he must have separated his shoulder. They're gonna have to take him to the back and now Kevin. It's just a, it seems so punk assish. It just seems like it's like when we used to complain about, um, you know, every champion has to be the scare champion. Yeah. It seems like that because in reality, we've seen matches where he's taken way more damage than that and finished the match. So it's like, even in WWE and in NXT. So it was like, he hits the barricade, the, 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 you know, LCD, LCD screen. And then all of a sudden he can't go anymore. Like it just didn't, it didn't seem realistic. And that bothered me. Yeah. My ugly was the disqualification of Garza. Like, honestly, I just look at it like this. He did nothing wrong. The floor is was uh, exposed, just like if the turnbuckle gets exposed, you know what I mean? And you run into that. You don't get disqualified for that. 
It was exposed. It was exposed pre-match. It's not his fault that they never covered it back up. He just utilized what was a part of the wrestling area. That's all. So if he DDT'd him, it's just, I want consistency about the rules. And I think as, you know, I know people probably like, man, you just nitpicking the shit out of this. No, I'm not. Because you have to go back to several matches ago where even though, even when you go back to the Royal Rumble match with Oscar and and Becky Lynch, where Oscar actually should have won, but they pulling Oscar off of Becky, not even allowing her to pin. Where are these fucking rules coming from? <laughs> Why are you guys doing this shit? It's because this is in their ear. <laughs> and it's the same thing. It's like they did with uh with Rey Mysterio. It's like, where the fuck are these rules coming from? Why y'all pull it mad? And I still go back to that Andrade match in, in Rey Mysterio. That was like, that was like seeing, remember when CM Punk and uh, John Morrison had some of their matches and they were just so god awful? And because and, the chemistry just wasn't there. And so finally, the last match, they clicked. But earlier on, some of the matches was trash. Yeah, it wasn't good because they yeah. didn't have the chemistry. Yeah, it was just like, like, what the fuck is this that y'all showing us? Yo, like this shit is trash. And then it clicked. And that's how I'm like, but when y'all do dumb shit like this, you fuck up the rules of the match and stuff like that. It just doesn't make any sense. And you know, I guess it was a way to sit there and give Rey Mysterio the win, but give Angel Garza the the be the last man standing, so to speak, mm-hmm. like the one standing tall. If if Rey Mysterio is gonna put is gonna put these guys over, because that's what they kind of using Rey Mysterio to do, is which I know he's probably excited to you know get the next Hispanic talent out over, there and stuff like that yeah. and over. If you're going to allow him to do this, then let him put them over. Just let him do it. You know, we don't need to do all this fuckery to make these matches bad. Um, And obviously, I mean, I don't think the match was actually bad itself. I just didn't like that. I feel like that was ugly. And I feel like really my ugly is just being consistent with the rules and, and everything. Like... Now nah, I just feel like they're just kind of making up their own rules. Yeah, as they go. I think they go, but and it's not even so much making up their own rules is that they get these audibles thrown at them sometimes. I think, and they have to make the best out of mm-hmm. whatever's going on. And then other times, like like with the the Ivar thing, they don't plan this shit out. It's like it's almost like at my job, for instance, I write letters all the time, right? Mm-hmm. We have this thing where if you have a real complicated case and it's a long letter, um, but you're going somewhere with it, write it and sit on it. So my thought process is, okay, you want to do this thing where you get him out of the match, right? Mm -hmm. That's your idea. Sit on that shit. And it feels like what they do is they're like, 
We got to get him out the match. We'll have him run into the board. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Let's do it. And then nobody thinks like, hey, guys, we've seen him like get powerbombed through like tables and shit like that and thrown through a whole bunch of shit. So I don't think that's really going to work. So let's do something. Nobody, there's no checking. Right. There's no balance. It's just, let's do it. So then you get situations like yours where mother, like that's. You can still stop the ass. What is you talking about? Like, no, no, no. This is how we want to end the match. And like, what? And the next, the next match, they do it, and the ref says nothing. The shit's gotta. Yeah. Yeah. But you can say the same thing about um about any wrestling promotion, to be honest, because everybody has their. But I think the problem is, is it's glaring with WWE when they do it. I think the problem is just how often they've been doing it. That's what I'm saying. It's glaring. Yeah. You know, if it was something that they, if it was something I could just complain about every once in a while, then maybe I don't even mention this. Or if I do mention it, maybe it'd be more in my bad and not my ugly. But it's just been, is this has been more consistent of them fucking up like this than not. You know, my honorary, and I, cause I, cause I have to make this, I actually like Rhea Ripley. Coming out and confronting Charlotte Flair, even though I knew this was going to happen and everything, it still created a, a moment for me. And it was a proud moment because I like to see some of these women get they just do, especially somebody like Rhea Ripley. This woman is just awesome, and just to see that, like, oh, she's going to go against Charlotte. And I already have it in my head that she's going to beat Charlotte mm-hmm. and everything. I like to see Charlotte finally putting in a position to to just put somebody over and not be the one who has to get pushed over. So I actually like this. That was kind of like my honorary raw. But I still felt it. Like the pro- the promos from both were on point. So I just, I felt like they still made me believe in this match, even though I already knew and it was spoiled and everything. There's something to be said for that. Because oftentimes when something gets spoiled for you, yeah, you just kind of want to have it rush and go through the motions because you already know what's going to happen. In this case, I think they did a good job. Uh, especially not having Charlotte answer her right then and there. Mm-hmm. And maybe she'll answer her on NXT. So they try to get you to watch that or something like that. Who knows? But that was kind of my honorary rock. But anyway, if you had the armchair book this show, what would you change? Sorry. If I had the armchair book it, I, um, besides not having Alistair do another... Um, jobber esque match. Um, man, I don't know. Cause I mean, the show didn't suck. I probably, you know what? I probably would have had Drew McIntyre in a competitive match rather than against Mojo uh, Rowley, only because I feel like now going ahead, he's got to kind of not just obliterate people to prove that he can. Mm-hmm. I think it, it it will say more and build more to the um, anticipation of him possibly beating Lesnar at WrestleMania if he actually has some more competitive matches here and there. I'm not asking for five stars, but I would have a competitive opponent for him 
and not just, you know, Mojo Riley, who everybody knew as soon as it was him and it was Drew McIntyre that it was going to be pretty quick, no more than maybe three minutes, and then you're done. And it wasn't even that. It was a freaking Claymore and we're done. Like, more. We need more. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised you went there because I was going to go there too. I would like to see Drew McIntyre in more competitive matches. Only because you're trying to build him to the point where you either want to make me believe that he can actually beat Brock Lesnar with the Claymore. Or you want to make me believe that he's actually going to beat Brock Lesnar. Either way, I don't feel like... I feel like with the promos, they're building it, but not with the matches. And in order to make me believe, you got to give me the matches mm-hmm. and everything. And and that's why I think they need to go with it. Let's talk a little wrestling. I don't personally, you know how I feel about Goldberg at times. Uh, I understand the way the story was written for him. How he went out there and he had to perform that and he did it. Did a great job of it and stuff. Um, do we need to see him still? Is this a, is I, this a, this is a let's talk, no, I, I have no interest in Goldberg whatsoever. Who do you think he's going to face? What you mean? Oh, what are they going to announce Friday? Yeah. Roman Reigns. Goldberg versus Roman? Yeah, at Super Showdown. Oh, so Goldberg is not going over. Probably not. Can't. Can't go over. If that happens, look, you know, I haven't been the biggest Roman Reigns fan. But even then, I got to say, nah. That's shocking to me, though, that that would be the case. But you know what? I think think the reason why it's shocking to me that that would be the case, because I think we both in agreement, we both think that... um, and maybe that's where we're going to get the Fiend coming out and choosing his opponent mm-hmm. and stuff. But I think we're both in agreement that, you know, it's going to be Roman Reigns versus the Fiend. I just don't think, because I, I obviously I'm, I'm happy, I'm elated to see that Goldberg is going to put somebody over versus him winning and everything. That I don't think this is the moment where you choose that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't choose the super showdown to get Roman over on Goldberg. Especially when you already, I mean, I think we already have this view of Roman Reigns as it is anyway, because he took out The Undertaker. Right? So, um,. He was one of the last matches that he lost. Um, so I think this is just a waste of a, let's get this talent over and everything. Um, I think that should go to somebody else or whatever. But this is WWE logic. I think one of the things, but I think, and I think that's one of the things that WWE messes up on often is like with Kevin Owens. That was somebody, y'all should have had Kevin Owens go over on Goldberg. I mean, that it just would have made sense because your 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 thing shouldn't be 
Because at the end of the day, we say like Edge. If Edge don't win against Randy Orton, who gives a fuck? He just got him a million dollar check for that match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, dude, who cares if you go over? It doesn't matter. Why? Because a, a wrestling fan is going to sit there. Sometimes we just like to see the wrestling. Mm-hmm. And when it's nostalgia. I don't it's expect. Nostalgia yeah, I don't expect the old wrestler to go over on the younger wrestler. But I expect you to tell a story that puts that younger wrestler over. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. Because the younger wrestler should always go over. Because guess what? Tomorrow, your ass won't be here, but I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just that's just what it is. So, why should I have to take a loss to somebody who just got paid probably double or triple the amount that I just got paid for this same match. Like, man, at least allowed me to go over in this match. He got paid regardless. Shit. And he's still going to be... People still going to want to see him. People still going to want to see Goldberg, even if he lose. People still going to want to see Brock Lesnar if he lost. People still will clamor to see some of these wrestlers. And I ain't saying they got to lose every match. But when it comes down to a big match, I do expect them to lose. Because it should always be put the younger talent over. Why? Because that makes your product better. Because it makes me sit there, like, say the casual fan. It makes the casual fan, especially the older people that knew who Goldberg was and how great he was and whatever. I mean, quote unquote. Um, it puts those fans over and make them want to watch even more because they're like, ooh, who is this Finn Balor that just beat him then? Or who is this Kevin Owens? Who is this AJ Styles? Or whatever the case may be. It puts those people over and make you sit there and say, man, I want to get back to watching this because I want to know who these people are. They came and took out a Goldberg. Especially, I mean, I can't, I can't front Goldberg. Looks like he's one of the best shape in the best shape of his life. You know what I mean? Yeah, Even still, at that age and stuff. It's not appealing compared to other products out there. And that's part right. of the problem. Yeah. So, but if you're going to present him, that's why he, that's how he got to be presented. Which, by the way, uh, you have an update on AJ Styles? Because I heard now he's out indefinitely. So I think he has a torn label. No, this they said that person. he'll, he'll be out. What is it? I think it's like. Six weeks or something? He'll be back in time for WrestleMania. I know that. They did an update. Okay. It was a separated shoulder, but it's hard. Like, when you separate your shoulder, they could pop it back in. But if you're, you know, lifting people and slamming people, you know, four days out of the week, uh, yeah. shit's never going to get better. Uh, he's just hurt. You're not injured. What the fuck? Calling you out. <laughs> That was bullshit. But anyway, be sure to, uh, that's it for the show. Be sure to check out 15, 15 and a half and all of the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast platform you choose to use. Just type in 1515 now. You can find the podcast such as Equal Opposites, Lace Them Up, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Round Table, and Studio Flow. And if you want to just, Go straight to our podcast because you like fuck them other dudes because I only fuck with them dudes. Just type in wrestling, R-A-S-S-L-I-N, roundtable, and you find the GTS RVU and our special events in our pay-per-view podcast. Um, 
We also probably should be doing a podcast on the show later on this month. AEW, because it is a pay-per-view show, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's at the end of the month. My little cousin had to remind me that we had tickets. I totally <laughs> forgot. Yo. I just told you I could go, too, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you couldn't go. Yeah, yeah. Let me know then. Yeah. Yeah, let me know if you can go. Shit, I forgot. I touched you that I probably can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you got, you got a whole situation on going to pop out. In a couple of, in about two weeks. 20 days. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually pop out, get cut out, if you want to be technical. Yeah, true. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, sometimes you got to cut a pimple too, man. To get wow, that. really? That's what you go, you and Ali are weirdos, man. Yeah, dude, I see this pimple on your head, bro. Yeah, it's taking it. everything in my power not to hold your ass down and pop this motherfucker, too. That's disgusting. Too. That's how disgusting he is. I just want you guys to know that. What if I have the coronavirus? Whatever, bro. He doesn't even care. Look at that. This guy's a sick human being. <laughs> I don't know what He's it is. Sick. But He's sick. If got I issues. can pop a pimple, He's yo, I'll on, pop uh, that motherfucker. Damn, what is that? Oh, there's a show about people like you. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I see a pimple, I'm ready to pop. Like, fuck this. I know people like, man, you gonna scar? No, fuck that. I wanna pop that shit. <laughs> Hell no. I don't like seeing pimples. I like popping them. I don't know. I think I just like seeing the pus pop out. All right. Yeah. Do the closing. Yeah, I did just do the closing anyway. With that said, it's me, Stir the Pearl. It's Miller. And we out. I was hungry and you ruined it.